0: We thank everybody. We thank everybody. We thank everybody. We thank everybody for tuning in to Billionaire Radio. There the go. Billions are near. Billions. You know what I'm saying? Double L, double N, E, A, R. Uh, we in your air, uh, uh, uh. I'm your host, Big Ron, the lad with the pad. Over here. Yeah, baby. Billions. Latin to the inappropriate one. We're gonna get it popped let's get it popped. Inappropriate one. We're the infamous Troll Brothers. This that show that keeps you entertained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make you laugh. Make you cry. We're gonna make you ponder. Make you get upset. Uh-huh. You're you gonna wonder what's going on. If y'all new to the channel, be in the radio, please like, comment. Share, subscribe, and hit that bell. You gotta hit that bell for us. You first. got to ring the bell. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. We appreciate it. Anyway, so today, season two, episode seventy-three, baby. Sweet. And I said, we are the infamous Troll Brothers. We're gonna take you on an infamous plane ride. And reason why I said plane ride. 'Cause listen, it's gonna be a little rocky, a little bit of turbulence, up, a little down, a little shaky. But you know. Yeah. It's gonna be a smooth landing. Definitely. It's definitely gonna be a smooth landing. No turbulence. Uh wait. There might be some turbulence. We going to rock it. Oh yeah. It's, it's, gonna, be a little bit, it's, it's gonna be a little bit. Don't get scared. We we in control. We we, we definitely in control right, of the Get plane. scared, I ain't in control no plane. Get scared. I don't know how this thing gonna go. All right, well then we all gonna crash to our death yeah. at the end of this show. <laughs> 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 that may happen. <laughs> That may happen. Um, But, yo, we live. We live on Glockerware, so tune in. Jeez. Today's show is sponsored by an outfit for you, a family of brands by Michael Kingman. If you want your brands to be successful and be productive, make money, my guy Michael, he is the guy. Why do I say that? Because his company built a lot of these fashion brands you like to wear. Some of those fashion brands, W.E.S.C., Hurley, Steve Madden, Joseph Abu, Ralph Lauren, Timmy Heffiger, and Steve. That's a Steve. Steve Madden. I said Steve Madden. Yeah, I think he said Steve Madden. Yeah, hey, Steve Madden. Sean John, man. You hey. got to, they're also Sean John. You know. Okay. And okay. if you like watching TV, understand as you're watching TV, his company does the wardrobe styling for 17, at least 17 of those shows you guys like to watch. Some of those shows are W, um, Blue Bloods, NCIS, Chicago, Law and Order, Magna P.I., SWAT. This is all of us, all the FBI shows. Another night you're watching TV, you're not going to see his stuff. He has a network of executives from retail, entertainment, fashion, sports—you name it—they make it happen. Hit him up directly, Michael at outfitforyou.com, or just go to his website at outfitforyou.com. On this note, like I said, this is season two, episode seventy-three, and you know I'm going to tell you what what uh, I got. I thought like I got a pet peeve, I didn't realize. You know what about my. I have a pet peeve. I didn't realize. I think you may have the same pet peeve. You don't even know it. All uh, right, what's that? So when you go to the store, right? Right. Now like you first go in the doorway. Yeah. So say somebody's in front of you. Right. Why is it that the people always stop right when they get through the door to look at whatever, st- whatever food, whatever's here, and just <laughs> block the whole doorway? Like they, like they, they, they come in with their cart and they just stop. Like you got, you show it like. <laughs> Excuse me, yeah. like, you're going to stop and block the whole doorway? Yeah, you got to walk around him. I get upset every time I, like, if you I me. I'm, I'm not a little guy, so sometimes right. I bump him on purpose, though. I bump him and say, excuse me. So, so, they, can, so they, can, they can think, like, oh, I, did, I, have, excuse, I am blocking the doorway. Yeah, that's true. I can't stand when that happens, though. Yeah, I hate that, too, man. But, you know, you know. Just, you know, a little excuse me, good brother. Get out the way, and we 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 going to keep it moving. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to keep it moving, but I'm definitely going to bump you. I hate when people are in the cars and we have the light and they got to make sure the person on the pavement like they 10 or 11 years old before they start pulling off. Now, that's one of my pet peeves. That aggravates me. You got to explain that a little more. What do you mean? So you you pull up. It's a green light. Somebody crossing the street. They they, they pass in front of the car. Once they pass in front of your car, you're supposed to take off. You ain't supposed to wait till they get on the pavement and then pull off. I I mean, I'm, you just at the light watching them, making sure they get on the pavement like they children. Pull off, keep it moving, man. So you say when somebody's crossing the street? Exactly. You didn't say that, so I make sure because you. I'm like pavement. I'm thinking what? You cross uh, the, so street you the street and you step onto the pavement to the other side. Yeah. You said people wait until they cross the whole side. The whole side. They don't like the traffic. Don't move. They just sitting there like. If I move, I might hit these people. They, they they way out the way now. Like, they'll be all right. They going to make it to the pavement. I mean, keep it moving. You got to take a consideration, though. Man, Listen, stop. No, you take consideration. I, I shoot around people. Listen, she may have had a fatty, and it was walking across the street you know i've done that (laughs) exactly so they're beeping at you now (laughs) (laughs) i've done that you want to you want to catch the whole clip yeah i get a whole movie i sit there for the whole movie exactly but that don't be the case sometimes it don't be the case sometimes Nah, man just it don't see she gotta be out of the ordinary to stop you like that they just be regulars you know what i mean but it's all good like i said sometimes it's it's They might looking at what they like, watch and watch some Uh, Yeah, you made a good point. I'm guilty of that. Uh, That's that's why I messed it. I figured you. So maybe I'm a hypocrite. I figured you would, you know. (laughs) know, Mm -hmm. Something interesting they started talking about. They were trying to equate um, excessive video gaming to depression. So the question is does video games, playing long, you know, long time sessions, video games, does that mean you're depressed? That means you're dealing with something. No, that means you're having fun. If you no, because they were saying if you take some of your the best moments of your life, mm-hmm. right, right, and name them, right, there's no video games tied to that. So they're saying that when you're dealing with things mentally, and yeah, they always say stuff like that. They just talking. They don't know. You don't think nothing ties to that, nah, as no. because I got great memories of playing the game with my with my kids, so. You know, we don't we we don't went on some ventures playing some of them games, and you know, and we don't came out on top. You know, we had some historic battles on them games, but yeah, I, feel I don't like, agree with that. Yeah, I feel like if your child is playing excessive excessive assessor video games for a long period of time, mm-hmm. I think you need to check it out because they because they may be dealing with something at school. They, they may be dealing with something. You know, they don't if they don't want to come out their room, and they just constantly playing all day every day. You might want to check that out. All kids do that. All you, kids yes, do it. Yes, they do. Because if you don't make them stop, they're not going to stop. As soon as you're taking them to school, what's the first thing they got in their hand? They phone. When you're picking them up from school, and they get in the car, what's the first thing they pull out? They phone. As soon as you get in the door of the house before homework is done, you ain't did your chores. What they try to do? Be on their phone. But some of them want to go outside and play. Yeah. The ones that's in the some sports. want to watch. Hold on. Some of want to watch YouTube. Yeah. Guess what I'm saying? know. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, they do that too. So they don't want to do a lot any of that. kids watch YouTube. A lot of kids watch YouTube, but that phone is connected to their brain. It's almost like the Matrix. When they plug that thing in the back of your neck, that's what them phones be like. But I'm talking about the video games, like the consoles, like the PS Five, Xbox. Yeah, yeah. talking about those, not the phones. I'm talking, you know. Yeah, but you're saying that if they' in there for long hours, they're depressed, and you're saying that the game. Uh, takes them away from the depression or makes the depression a little easier or help them to deal with the depression? Is that what you're saying about the game? I'm just saying that they're, they're dealing with something mentally. Yeah, playing we, the game. And we got to tune into it. <laughs> That's what <he> dealing with. <laughs> we got to tune into it. Yeah, you got some cats that go inside the game, literally. They think they the character. All right. Yeah, you know what Th- I mean? They, they puff all day. They play. They don't leave the room. I'm just saying. They eat, they go to the bathroom, nothing. Well, these are, the stu- these are the studies, so. They go to work. If they work, come back from work, jump right back on that game because that's their second life. It's a life outside once they leave, and then it's a life inside when they get back. Once they turn that game on, they're inside the game. Do you play games? No, nah, I ain't got know, time. You see what I mean, though? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't even play games. No, nah, I don't. That's what I, I'm I, saying. I have them. Right, but, but you don't play them. I would like to. <laughs> you play enough games, right? I would like to. You play enough games. I love the sports games. So, so you know. I came across something that it just it's caught my nerve, right? right? Right. And it said the Dutch government is to launch a R3.5 billion slavery apology fund. So what the Dutch is saying, hey, you know what? We apologize for any partake that we have ever done in slavery. And because of that, we want to create, um, raise a fund for awareness. And I guess they will distribute these funds. I just got to know it. I said, wait a minute. Y'all keep finding ways to make money <laughs> off of a situation should be making money from <laughs> and make it look like you're not doing it. So, I mean, how, did, how, how are the Dutch making money off of that? They're going to raise funds. Oh, it, so you're talking about donations? Oh, I thought they was giving the money. No, they're Uh, raising. So they think they can raise over a billion dollars? Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Hmm. You know. Maybe they know something we don't know. They said they're announcing the fund officially, and it's called they want to apologize for any historic role Mm -hmm. they've done in the slave trade. So how about the United States of America apologize? Well, and see, just give us, and what about the government? Just get make up a bill and give us, some, you know, the give key us is first. Dutch. Right? It's nothing about American. That's the problem. This is what they're doing over in Europe. This overseas That's thing. That's the problem. They came up with this whole thing saying we're apologizing yeah. for even any role that we played in this. Right. I ain't even know the Dutch played a role. But I, you know, I'm going to have to research and read up on that. There's nothing to research and read up. They're coming out saying we apologize. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what They're part coming, did, they out. <laughs> <laughs> what did they partake in this. I need to find that out. What was their role? Because throughout, you know, the whole conversation of slavery, I never heard the Dutch even mention Well. Them. They're saying, according to the Dutch state data, Mm -hmm. the Dutch West India Company traded some six hundred thousand slaves while the Netherlands was involved in slavery from seventeenth century until it was abolished in eighteen sixty three. So, well, those slaves is dead. Of course they. Come on, man. All right. So, who who the who slaves alive right now? (laughs) Jeff Hold on. Wait a minute. What slaves are alive right now? Which one? (laughs) Oh, uh, here you go. It's there some, it's some ninety, hundred and six year old people out here bro. that was shackled up and slaves, <laughs> or they, or they, or they, or they ancestors, or maybe somebody was. No, it was slavery. Not, was over. It was no. a hundred, about a hundred years ago. The ones in the cotton fields and things are not here no more. I don't know about all that. They're not here I'm no more. I'm pretty sure it's somebody that could tell that N- There's nobody that ever came forward and says, "Hey, I was in the cotton fields once upon a the time." Oh, they doing documentaries all over the place. Man. Okay, have you heard a documentary? Of somebody now, in the slave camp. There and talk to Miss Roof. Miss Ruth is about 146 years old. What color is Miss Ruth? Wait a minute. What color is Miss Roof? She was a slave. That tells you what color. What she What color was. She is she? She was a slave. What color? Is she? Black. Black Miss Roof. Yeah. And Ms. She Roof. said she was a slave. I just told well, she you. She wasn't a slave. Oh my goodness. I not say that around her, man. Her parents might have been a I slave. I just told you she 146. What? I just told you. He's still starting this, man. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> I'll tell you, it's never going to be a dumb moment, but you said <laughs> I'm glad you're sitting right next to me. <laughs> so you telling me there's 146 women Miss right now Roof. walking around. Miss Ruth right. is 146 right. years old, bro. Right. And she's seen it all, man. She used to change Dr. Martin Luther King's pampers. So, you ain't, listen, uh, you can't, don't tell Miss Ruth what she saw and what she didn't see. I believe her. But we got to get into this, because it's deep. There's nothing good until you start lying. <laughs> you, just, you just killed the whole thing right now with the lie. Like, it's over, I man. I don't even want to lie, because it's, it's over. not alive, man. So, you're saying that Miss Ruth is right now alive at 146 years old. Making sweet potato pies. Why do you do this, man? <laughs> <But> God, <laughs> why? I don't understand. <laughs> why, why do we have to go through this? shit? peas and rice. My whole point is, look, man. It, the the Dutch is talking about raising this money. Uh uh-huh. They're like, what do they want to raise the money for? And how are they distribute the money? Right. That's my point. I don't care. They cutting checks. I accept your apology, Dutch. You're not getting a check, would you? All right, well, then I... I exactly they just created a concept to raise money okay. for an awareness. Yeah, but what are they going to do with the funds? That's my point. Oh, well, you need to know that. That needs to be documented. Because then that's a real disrespect, a smack in the face, to bring it up now they're supposed to say you're that gonna, you're going to raise funds for awareness. They're going to distribute it to different businesses. I guess how people start businesses, they're going to help out, you know, black people and things like that. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I just, like, I just, I just feel like I'm like, why are you guys trying to raise money off of this situation? That's right. all I'm saying. Right. You know. Yeah. I why you Y'all don't raise money in any other culture situation of slavery, but y'all going to do it on ours. I mean, as long as it's a, a, a it end up being a great foundation and they, they start getting stuff done with the awareness and start putting up research centers. And I got three words for you. <laughs> Hope and all that type of stuff. I got three stuff. words for you. I want to hear all three. Black Lives Matter. Oh, my <laughs> that's, goodness. That's my point. You know what I mean? Can we leave this stuff alone, man? Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can we leave this stuff alone? That's all I'm saying, man. Leave this stuff alone. They trying to get G-wagons and jets, but I am. You know, and so why are we overseas? Because I'm overseas right now, right? Mm -hmm. Before we come back to America. Right. Right, so it was this French dentist. He, He was jailed for mutilating patients with unnecessary work. Like, this guy's like, he's a millionaire. He's a dentist. And what he was doing was, he was... You come in get, get your get your teeth clean? Yeah. And he just start pulling out your teeth for other stuff. Oh my goodness, man. <laughs> he, <laughs> said, he would charge you for more work to do it than you did. Oh my goodness. So what he had, an addiction or something, man? Money. Uh, I get the well, charge Why don't you pay him to take out your teeth? Because, because he, said, teeth he, didn't he said need it to need come it. Out. he said you needed it. He said you needed they lie and said you need it. Listen, he's going then a, start mutilating your gums. He's a multi million dollar Dennis, from school people friends. up. He made a million dollars, <laughs> multi-million dollars for screwing up people's mouths. <laughs> what out of here, man? He, he was, listen, they got all <laughs> these testimonies. I want to get into it. He was <laughs> doing 2006, 2012, uh-huh. like 327 patients, and he was literally um, performing 3,900 root canals. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, he he was, had a problem, It was taking, like, so you're coming for a teeth cleaning? Right. they will be like, hey, you know what? I think we can do a root canal. <laughs> <You got it. laughs> but the thing that caught my attention right. was he was doing it in the time frame of your appointment. See, so that was the problem. So you had like a 40-minute window, 30-minute right. window. It didn't matter. He was taking your tooth out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had issues. He was doing, <laughs> they need to shut him down. He bro. was doing surgery lot issues. issues. I am just want to come in so you can whiten my teeth. Oh, right. sit down. We just clean the teeth. Oh, we just want them clean. Right. Ah, oh, buddy. I see something. Hold up. I got you, though. And This ain't going to This is going to hurt. Just... Right. So, so, nah, so nah. but the thing was, half the time, he didn't do it with permission. He did it with, like, laughing gas, get you all comfortable, and then he just taking <laughs> your teeth out. This boy tripping. And he goes, hey, <laughs> we had to do this because we saw an infection. <laughs> <laughs> and because he did it so fast, the procedure was rushed. Wow. Lot of people have like infections in their teeth and things oh, like that. Oh goodness. So I thought it was crazy. you about to lose all them millions because them lawsuits gonna smack. Well, he, he gonna be in jail. That too. Wow. He's he gonna be in jail. Yeah, there's some weirdos out here. Man. But it caught my attention, it made me think, is that what people are doing in the medical field? Because <sighs> you ever go to the dentist and mm. they always find something? Every time you go, they find something. No, nah, my boy cool. Dr. Farrell. My my dentist is cool. So, sometimes mm. you go to the dentist, they always find something. Nah, I got a family, boy. It, the family even the hospital. Yes. Even, even the hospital. But, yeah. That's why you got to get your own personal. You know what I mean? You got Your own personal. If your own personal is in the debt, he said, listen, I got to pay this bill. I got to pay this debt off that I owe. In the insurance company, going to automatically cut you a check for whatever work that's done. He might do some extra work on you. Nah, family boys. I, I think this is—I think this is going on. And we don't know it. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going on. I think it's going on. And we don't it's know. It's not it. at my dental office. Hopefully not. Maybe we didn't get you yet. But <laughs> 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 because sometimes it's like anything going on, they want to try to pull your teeth out. Nah, I ain't going for that. I'm a pistol with you right in the office. If I wake up and my dog on teeth missing, yeah. So you tell me you go to the dentist with a gun? Why not? Then you must be in the hood. What, you got a dentist in the hood or something? Why you taking a, a gun to the dentist? Who does uh, that? Sometimes people do. People that carry, they kick <clears throat> it everywhere, man. It's, gun. Like, it's like Visa. Because you never know when you're going to have to slide. So you so let me get this straight. You sitting there with your mouth open, teeth getting done. You got the hammer on you, right? You hear you have in the hallway, right? You got your mouth open over. And they got yeah. got laughing gas on yeah. you. Yep, yeah. right through the apron. you gonna start shooting right. like the Joker. Yep, right through the apron. I'm, on, I'm putting it right through the apron. I'm up All out right. of there. I think this is a code word for you. I get I, it. You I want to live. I, mean? I want to live. You want everybody know that anytime they see you, just that I like. want to live. <laughs> and I ain't past pistol whipping the dentist for taking out teeth he ain't supposed to be taking out. All right, speaking of shooting, all right, let's just touch on it, get over with You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. everybody was 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 talking about it. Was sending me the information about you know rest in peace P and B Rock. Right. Um. He he's in uh, he's in California. Right. You know he he was going to be a Philly legend in my opinion. Right. If he wasn't already, he was definitely going to be a Philly legend. Mm-hmm. He had to hit selfie selfie with uh selfish. Um, it it peaked fifty one on the Billboard right. like five years ago. Yeah, that was my song. That a lot of people's song. They got like fifty four million on YouTube. I looked at it like wow. Yeah, you know, and so he's in the hood. Mm-hmm. He's at Roscoe's. You know, chicken waffles. I think they should shut down the whole restaurant. if You ask me. They not. But I, yeah, I they, feel like if you they ever bought a more business. Not really. Yeah. Watch. But no, nah, because they they shot him. Mm-hmm. I guess a robbery, but you know he, he's on TV, on mm-hmm. TV, he's on live, mm-hmm. showing his jewelry and things. Mind you, they said he moved to, in LA about mm-hmm. four, like I think they said maybe uh, a few years ago. He been out right. there since 2014, they said. All right. And he's out there with his girlfriend slash baby mama. Right. You know, um, they go out Roscoe's, mm-hmm. and he's he just gets shot and robbed. He's gonna pool the blood. And they man. went to the hospital. That's crazy, man. And I guess my question was, you know, why? Why, why, why had to kill him? Why they couldn't just rob him? Well, sometimes I think if it's not a professional, see, mm-hmm. see, we, we don't even know what happened. That's right. the thing; we don't right. know that moment. But they right. found footage that he keeps. He was talking about people. Had, he had attempted robbery before, right? You know, and they was you know unsuccessful. So for him, he felt like. You know, nobody's going to take anything from him. But he's in... He was walking around with no bodyguards? That's what I'm saying. No, I'm like, he has no no bodyguards. No security. No no security. Mm-hmm. This is this woman who maybe like, she should have been packing. I don't know the situation, but, like, you know, uh, I don't know if you had a gun on him or not because they might have just had to drop one. Who knows what happened? I mean, that's a serious trust issue right there where you just trust the public and trust that nothing's going to happen to you. Maybe he was riding out on faith. Like you said, me and you was not there. We have no idea when, how it went down, why it went down, or, you know, who was involved. But um, it seemed like to me, like he felt like he was living a life that he probably didn't need to look behind his back or, you know, he wasn't into stuff. Because if he was into it, like the drill stuff and all that, and you was out there butt naked like that, then, you know, that's on you. You, you know you came out your own way sometimes you got to take responsibility for the things you involve yourself in or you might be uh a part of you know that some of them things come with responsibility and he's in california he's from philly mm-hmm. from philly he's from the crib mm-hmm. this happened in california man it happened in la i mean when you live in that life they can get you but near. supposedly, that he was in south central though he said he was in the hood, South Central. He wasn't. They said well, all the rest of Roscoe to be at. He he picked the one. He said they got him in Hollywood and all type of places. And, and you know that's when I go to when I go right. out there. I don't ever be in the hood, but I'm just saying. Right. You know he's out in the hood. Jewelry iced out, pulls up in there. You know. South Central. <clears throat> yeah. See, just that whole like you're in South Central iced out with jewelry, just you Man, and your what's lady. What's the name of the spot? Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've seen that on plenty of movies. Right. <laughs> I don't know about that move. I mean, it's like sometimes he he, he from Philly. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes I don't think he knew who he was status wise. Right. Because if he knew who he was, then he would know you can't just be going out in the public in the hood thinking it's, it's cool to do that by yourself. You and your lady. And you went somewhere where people hungry. You went somewhere where they starving. Yeah. Iced out, dripped down, crazy. I would, I don't know, and, would, and That wasn't a smart, that but, wasn't a, but smart, on, a smart. on his way there, uh-huh. he's on live. Mm. He's showing the, the ice on his wrist, mm-hmm. and he's talking what he's talking. If he, he got his. I guess the song he about to drop in the background. Mm-hmm. And anybody try to say what his his girl put the location out where he was, and that's why it happened. And and supposedly people from L.A. And the streets responded. They said, "That's not how they move." They said, "That's where they eat. They eat in there." They said nothing but a phone call from one of them to call their people or something to pull up. And they said, "That's how it went down." But we don't know. But the video was pretty graphic when he got shot. He was laying in a pool of blood inside the. So, I'm like, they shot you inside the restaurant though. Like you sitting there eating. I don't know, man. I mean, the whole um, the, I mean, that whole social media thing, man. And um, you know. Like I said, there's a lot of hungry people out here, man. And you all iced up and, you know, you know, rubbing it in their face, rubbing your success in their face. I mean, social media, When you, really, when you make it, you don't really need social media. People will find you somehow, but, I mean, I, I don't know why he did it. I mean, uh, I don't know what he was thinking about. Maybe he was up, you know. Maybe he was feeling up. Bro, if you up, why not go to a fancy restaurant? If you're going with, that's the thing. You you're with your lady going out? You mm-hmm. going to take? You gonna go to the hood? I mean, you gonna to go to where your taste what fits your taste bad. Sometimes, yeah, I'm gonna to go to a spot where the food tastes good, just because you in a very expensive place in a nice neighborhood don't mean that the food is tasty. Unfortunately you gotta move different. When you when you get to a different <laughs> status of life, you gotta move different. That's true. And then then now we don't know if it was they was it was a robber and he said, give me your jewels and he ain't wanna give them up. I don't know what happened. See? Yeah, but I ain't trying to be in a Chinese store with uh two point five million dollars worth of jewelry on either. I mean Right. If so I got yeah. that type of on, you know I'm I'm definitely not you're gonna have to catch me, like you said, out. You're going to have to catch me out, you know, up there somewhere, you know, way out. You're going to have to come way out to get me because I'm not going to be just walking around in the neighborhood with $2.5 million worth of jewelry. So I came to the conclusion that L.A. is the most dangerous place in America, and we just don't know. It. I don't know if it's L.A., but I mean. Uh, That's my opinion. Yeah. Biggie was killed there. Like, everybody was killed in L.A. Pac Smoke was killed in L.A. Like, people who not from L.A. was killed in L.A., is what I'm saying. Yeah, but people getting killed everywhere. <laughs> I think L.A. is different. I don't know. I don't know. We don't, we don't hear about all of them. Yeah, because I mean, you got Chicago, you got Detroit, you got Atlanta. Again, get, people getting killed everywhere. Uh, I need some. I need some positive. I ended up going to be such a crazy segment, but I just you know, I just felt like he shouldn't have been moving like that. I wish he wasn't moving like that. You know, look at Fifty. Fifty always got security sh- Shooters around him, yeah. You got security around I mean, Like I said, a, it comes responsibility with more power. So, you say you're going out the so you say you go to eat with your lady, you supposed to have a team with you, right? Shooting with you, somebody, yes, you, right. right. Yes. You just can't be out there butt naked, no. just hanging out, right? Heck no, because then you start talking about an ego. Now, ain't nobody gonna do nothing, right. all right? Okay, say you is that boy, you ain't afraid of nobody, none of that. Two point five million, and they get the drop on you. Okay, you might have shot a few people, but you died. Well, I'm worth it, right? Yeah, well, I'm worth it because you're gonna give all that jewelry back for your life. You're gonna give that two point five million yeah, worth of jewelry. It's all shorts. if it could save your life. But come on, man. Just all right. You know so what? let's just flip it around a little bit. Right. Let's mm-hmm. give the, let's give everybody what they want. You know, okay. everybody come for these things. All right, let's do it. So we're gonna talk about five marriage traps that men need to look out for. So if you brothers are single out there. Mm-hmm. And you date the dating game, you mm-hmm. talk with some women, things like that. Mm-hmm. They want to try to trap you, to, you know, as far as marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't, mm-hmm. you don't even know what's going to happen. Right. So you got to pay attention to the signs when they're headed in that direction. Right. You know. Okay. So we're going to talk about five of them. All right. Now, the funny thing is, I don't agree with any of these. How about that? Let me tell you that, right? So I'm in these, you know, I've been in these chat groups and things, and this was the women's perspective when they were saying the whole thing with the actual... The traps. Oh, I want to hear this. And I, I don't agree with any of these. I think it goes any way, left or right, but this is supposedly what they think men, you know, will help them out. And I laugh when, I, when they were talking about these. I you know, you can't wait, right? right well, I'm ready to dig in. Let All me. right, so the first one it says um, well, she encourages unprotected sex. You know what I'm saying? She ain't gonna do that, though. <laughs> she, she ain't gonna do when that. She's girl unprotected sex, and supposedly, mm-hmm. you know, she's thinking about marrying you. And the concept is that mm-hmm. if she's gonna do an unprotected sex, then she wouldn't mind marrying you. Oh, yeah, of course. So they said if a woman makes you wear a condom, she is nowhere thinking about ever they married they, to they, they really, really like you. Don't know, the woman wants you to go raw? When women really, really like, they really into you. They really want you to give it to them raw. But some of them are very aware. Of, you know, it's like man, diseases, this, that, and the other. They just want to make sure you are all right. Yeah, but I think I don't think it matters. I I think a woman just, I has nothing to do with marriage at all. I think they, they don't even care about marrying you. I think it just. They care about what they feel, what they want to get out of it. Yeah, but they still taking a risk. Everybody taking a risk. You taking a risk. She taking a risk. Sometimes it just works out. So do you agree that if she says take off the condom, that she said, "Hey, I'm thinking about marrying you." No, exactly. She a freak. She a cold blooded freak. Right. Because I know what the, all the ones that said take off the condom was woof. I mean, crazy freaky man crazy and they'll let you get started with the condom on and then they'll be like you know what he trying to protect himself so he must be all right and you'll be in it for a minute then she's gonna tell you to take it off or she's gonna take it off for you so you're like me you don't agree you don't agree with that no not at all that's what i said but but i I get their point though because they're saying possibly um you know baby something you know if it so you make a baby with the person, you make a baby with somebody you want to marry, it's something crazy. Yeah, us. but that ain't got nothing to do with it, trust me. Yeah. I mean, that might be some women's agenda, but, I mean, that ain't the all, see all, and, you know, number one fact reason why they, you know, t- ask you to take it off. Some women just like, you know, they just like the feel of it that way. All right, so mm-hmm. number two, which may, I may agree with a little bit. Mm-hmm. If they talk if they talking about future wedding plans... Dating a woman, and she talking about future wedding plans. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna ask her. With who? <laughs> who? What's his name? <laughs> she talk. She talk about your plans. No, she not. I wanna meet him? Right? I wanna meet this yeah. boy? You, you got? Y'all need me to help y'all mm-hmm. out? Cause I got ideas for y'all. What <laughs> you gonna talk? Yeah, I got ideas for y'all. <laughs> they ain't with me, mama. Well, suppose if the woman is—if you're with a woman you're dating, hanging out, and she starts talking about wedding plans and things like that—right? Then obviously, you know, she's thinking and considering. Hey, if she starts talking about wedding plans, then you already know her agenda. Then you got to get out of there. Yeah, so if you stay right abort now. Mission, yeah, abort mission, mission. Abort mission. Abort <laughs> mission. Abort mission. Mayday, mayday, mayday. Abort mission. <laughs> ain't going it ain't going. It ain't going. The one night stand just changed. <laughs> tower, tower. tower. You know what I mean? What would they call it? The emergency. <laughs> takeoff. Emergency takeoff. Abort mission. What would you call it? The low, Little, whatever you call it a little no uh freaky link whatever uh hook up a little smash draw, all the code you have yeah it just book that mission it's, it's not going right uh, also if she introduce you to her family now like if you start now that this one family like the whole family like she wants you like meeting the family and I know that's that's true yes yeah that, that part is I, definitely true. I would never go to anybody's family reunion or nothing. Nah, yeah. Anytime, you know, I guess I was anytime somebody was back in the day was like, Hey, I want you to meet my family, come out to this cookout. Somehow I always got a flat tire, man. <laughs> my tires always get flat. whenever the women invited me to any kind of a cookout, any kind of family thing me, man, I got a flat tire. <laughs> and I can't get it plugged today. <laughs> I've never been to any... The damn ties, bro. yeah, man. The damn ties. These good years too. I was though. Everybody watching like that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I didn't go. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's not nobody can say that I dealt with but, like I came to that family event. When she bring you around the family, and, a, and if I did, I pulled up in the car. You gave me a plate. Hand me a plate. You know All mean? the cousins. Yeah, I ain't trying to meet no I was sisters, nothing. aunts. They can't wait to meet you. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you know. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share, and hit that bell. Yup, do Ready, that, y'all. Radio. on YouTube. Yes, go. We appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. All right, number four. She talks about her parents and how they had a long and happy marriage. So I laugh about that because everybody's parents not together. Oh yeah, that's nah. But they keep saying about how their parents had it. I'm like, <laughs> I live kind of for, who lives that kind of life? Not to say it doesn't happen, but. I mean, it's, it's rare and it's out there. But, I mean, oh, you I, can't say it don't happen. But, yeah, I mean, but when she start, you know, that discussion, you know, you just got to flip it. That was crazy, right? You, know, you got to talk direct to these women, man. You got to tell them exactly how you feel and exactly what you want. And All right when she start that story, you just listen and go, "That was nice." That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. I'm like, I, I said, "Okay, well, is that what they did?" <laughs> <laughs> well, how they <didn't> do that? <laughs> or you could tell them that didn't happen with mine. Right? And I'm saying? My parents are divorced, so maybe we should talk. To my, I don't know. My dad used to whip my mom's behind. Psych. Yeah, we ain't going to say that. Yeah, ain't nothing like that ever happened. But the last one is, is they frequently visiting home furniture stores. So y'all hanging out, they want to keep going home furniture stores all the time. I'm like, that don't mean it. That. that means you trying to get my man to buy some furniture for the crib. <laughs> exactly. Listen, <laughs> I, I think it's different kinds of culture with these memes. Right, Because right. some women got different agendas. Like They, right. they be hustles on them They be hustlers a yeah, lot. Yeah, she taking you to the furniture store. She wants you to buy her a set. So I said, I and she that. thank you the type that do it. So, you know, you're gonna get the good yum yum, you're gonna have to buy that set, bro. You know. That's crazy though, right? Yeah, they they was all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it wasn't spicy, but I mean, you know, it took up some time. It was spicy? Nah. Come Dang. On. The, the kind of part was spicy to you? Yeah, that, that that kind of was. it's a spice. Right? I, well, I thought you was about to go up, up, up. up nah, up. I ain't nothing. Nah, I ain't. But you, just... you know you kept it kind nah, of. Nah, I just mm. I didn't really agree with it, but they was talking about right. You know, I realized I, I have some notes here about P and B Rock. I hate right. to go back. Right. But I feel like people don't know who he was. Right. And I just had some notes in there real quick. Okay. So I'm a hit. So who the person? Because he's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. So people are like, well, who was he? How did he grow up? What was this? What was that? Right. And I'm like, all right, just to break it down, right? right. His real name was Rockham Hashim Allen. That's why they call him Rock. Right. Right. Or you could Rakim, you know. Yeah. Rachim? Rakim. No, R A K I M Hashim Allen.
1: Okay. That's his what's real it? name. Rakim, right? Hashim
0: Allen. Right. Say so born December ninth, you know, nineteen ninety one. Sagittarius. All right. German town, neighborhood in Philly. So you know they you know that's from Muslim. Philly, right. They didn't talk about that. Oh, right? All right. And mm. it said his father was murdered when he was three years old. That's what's mm. crazy, right? Right. So his father went in his life. Father was murdered at three years old. Mm. You know and then he's primarily raised by his mother mm. said in his teen years he lived in the northeast area of philly mm. and then he grew up listening to like rappers like tupac and things like that army mm. groups C, blah 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 mm. but then by age 13 they say he was sent to a youth detention program for committing robberies and fighting in school now that's what caught my attention mm. it's like you was doing robberies at a right. young age. Right. And you just got robbed. That's crazy. That was deep when yeah. I read that. <laughs> That's karma. That that was deep. I mean, you know. That's definitely karma. Yeah. You know. Um. So then, say, so, you know, uh, he also, when he, when he turned 19, he was sitting to 33 months in prison for drug possession and other crimes. Right. Right. They say so he was homeless for, like, a short period of time. And uh he's released, you know, after he was released from prison, he had no to go. You know. Right. so he never finished high school right right Right. and later that's we got the stage name B rock which dealt with his neighborhood of um pastoris and bainton mm-hmm. where he, the area he, he was hanging out in mm-hmm. and um that's it man you know that's crazy right it caught my attention because he was robbed and killed and he was doing robbery and killing at 13 years old yeah. So you think they have something to do with karma? Not to really get into that. That's a little crazy. Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. That's like a whole yeah. Hitchcock movie. Uh, yeah, but, but I'm just saying ain't no time limit on disrespect. But, I mean, um, yeah, definitely, definitely karma does exist. Sometimes she take a while. Sometimes she come real quick. But, um, you know, um, it's still a sad situation because he was a dope artist. Right, so he and, was a dope artist. I, so know, the, him, I, he was he, I I had him on the list. All right, so the reason why I had to go back, right? Right. Because at thirteen he got to some stuff, right? Right. So just now in California, uh-huh. right, mm-hmm. the thirteen year old teen he was arrested for bringing fentanyl pills to school, mm-hmm. and he caused the employee to overdose. Now, you hear that? What do you think about? Like, how do you think the employee overdose? You thinking he's probably selling him something, or what? Do you, what do you think happened? He I, sold to the to the staff, what do you think happened? Uh, um, what you mean overdose? What, what, what? So the 30-year-old yeah. brought some fentanyl pills right. to school. Okay. And it caused an employee at the school to overdose and die. And he said he died. He said he overdosed. Well, he's selling them. I mean, either they took them from him and used them for their own personal use, or he's selling them. At 13 years of age, so 13 years old, mm-hmm. he's bringing he's selling fentanyl pills. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. how many you think he had? You took a guess. How many you think he had? 200. Yeah, I close? He had 150. Yeah, 150 pills. But what happened is mm-hmm. the staff, when they found the pills and searched them because they had them covered as like I guess he had them in Oxycontin, you uh-huh. know containers, right? They said the staff sniffed them, right? And when he sniffed it, it hit him so hard. He kinda of fainted, had an overdose. They had to put the Narcan on him, bring him back, and then rush to the hospital. That's a whole nother different story, bro. I thought you, you see somebody got hold of the pills and popped them. They opened it, sniffed it, and got an overdose. Yeah. That's a hard ass sniff. I didn't first of all I didn't know you could do that. Mean, I, I, yeah, I, you I, lost I, me with that. I didn't know you could do that. I don't think it was one sniff. I think he had that joint up a little or something. <laughs> I think he was really getting it in. Well, now, he didn't know what it was. Yeah, right. He was, right. That's, he was, that's he was sniffing. He, he, was knew sniffing what it. Was. he didn't know what it was until <laughs> a court is at. That's what he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> man, he was in there sniffing, bro. And well, now he going to jail. Well, he could have been popping him, too. Now he going to jail, that's yeah. all I know. He probably was popping him and lied and said he was sniffing him. That's crazy, man. 150. Somebody sent him to school with that. Nah, he probably was selling him we think he got him from? At thirteen. He had to get him from somebody somewhere. in the neighborhood. Not nobody in the crib, somebody in the neighborhood. So you think him. he got his own bread up and copped hundred and fifty of them pills at the age of thirteen. It don't it didn't say how well uh, I forgot to add to the story, yeah. they also confiscated 200 dollars from him. <laughs> he was selling them, man. He's 13. He's <laughs> 13. He's <13. laughs> right. You know, like, he got around, pills, pills pills. Pills. He hustling. He hustling crazy. This is a California. <laughs> he hustling crazy. Right. So I guarantee you they belong to his boss. I guarantee you that. Or somebody in the neighborhood. He ain't going to jail, though. We're going to He already got him. They gonna let him go. No, nah, he's in detention. Okay. Juvenile detention. They, they got say. some new laws out here now. Nah, but those laws not gonna stop him. He got court. <laughs> you got court with um possession <laughs> of controlled substance. done got wicked. Yeah. Speaking of Illinois, mm-hmm. they just signed a criminal justice reform bill that would mm-hmm. it would end cash bail. So they want end cash bail 2023. Right. No more cash bail. Mm-hmm. So that means that now you get you get locked up. Mm-hmm. You sit for a while, whatever right. happens, and they let you go unless the judge say you stay oh, okay, so this is because people was throwed off about this, so basically, people was basically saying I could blow your head straight off, right, right, get caught with the weapon, right, they take me in, right, run me through booking, right, then release me, right, but that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's what the that's what the law enforcement was saying. They said it, it's going to cause more problem, more crime on the streets. Crazy, crap. That's going to be the purge. Think that's about what, it. That's what they're trying to say now. they officially are causing, starting the purge up? Yeah, because you're going to get hit. You're definitely getting hit. I know. I ain't you? I'm going to I'm come down. I'm going to lay about eighty y'all down. Right. they going to lock me up? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I did what I did. Okay. Bye. But No, but you still, so what, what What they're doing different is instead of you sitting in jail for your crime, waiting on your actual trial, they're going to let you out until your trial yeah, comes. Yeah, but then you're going to have to put together an entire new task force. You have to put together a retrieval task force, meaning that, all right, we let you go, but we're coming to get you, like the FBI. And they're, and they're penalizing the police officers for not leaving their cams on, too, when they go apprehending people. Uh, I, I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that, Bill. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm think all right that's with that. that part of the bill. I'm just saying. But that. I'm saying you're going to have to go back and get them criminals. You got them already. You let them go. You don't think they're uh, flight risk? They out. You're going to have to go get them. You're defeating the purpose. All right, so let me ask you a question. Now. Yeah, go ahead, bro. I'm, I'm going left. Go right. All right. Now, I got to go left. All right. I go left. I'm, I don't want to walk right right now. All right. Go ahead. All right. So, you find out that your child's teacher dropped out, started an OnlyFans page, and became a millionaire. Would you encourage every teacher to do that? You found out that your child's teacher dropped out and started like, her OnlyFans. She, she quit teaching. And started the OnlyFans. And right? made millions. Sexually. I mean, whatever she did on the page. Wow, what kind of page can you have making millions of dollars if you're not exploiting something? But we, so you, Would you encourage that for other teachers to do it, too, if they're going to make millions? Yeah, why not? So you so you feel like a lot of teachers should just drop out, stop teaching, and do OnlyFans? If that's what they want. Because that's what happened with this one lady here. Okay, yeah, why not? You know, Some teachers is passionate, though. That's what they really want to do. They wanna teach. That's their thing. And they have you know, they it makes them happy. It's obvious teaching was something that she just did to make money. Well they said teachers was underpaid for. Her. Oh teachers are definitely underpaid. Teachers are underpaid. They grossly she underpaid. She had bills and everything, debt, yeah. student loan debt, so she started only fan, and you know, started only fans. Are, teachers teachers are grossly underpaid. And now she's making millions of dollars. Her husband supports mm-hmm. it of course. I think the professors make the money. He most was taking money. pictures. Mm-hmm. You think the professors what? They make more. But you said the husband was doing what? Taking the pictures and he supports the whole he was supporting the whole thing. The the, the only fan thing? Yeah, oh yeah. He <laughs> a producer? No. It's just she He on the camera, he's the producer. Well, they didn't say that, but he's taking the pictures of her and doing whatever video or whatever's going on. Yeah. But he's supporting the whole situation. That's what the producer does. He's supporting the whole situation. Ah <laughs> <He went, laughs> oh man, but you ain't get to see any of her fan OnlyFans stuff? Do you want me to bring some in? <laughs> <laughs> Is that you want me to do. I mean it's just like I knew you were going there with that. <laughs> you want me to bring some in? I could definitely bring some in. So you didn't get the opportunity to see none of that OnlyFans stuff? That's not my point, man. That's the point. Man. I knew you were gonna go there. How I you gonna go there. If it was sexually then uh Yeah. Mm. So you think teachers just to you know, do Only fans pages down like that's what I was asking. Yes, I think anybody that feels that way, they think they can. So you, you support the OnlyFans movement? Yes, I do. All right,
1: I support okay. the hustle.
0: You know what I mean? You know, respectfully. You know. All right, so you know we gotta talk about Ray J, right? This guy's hilarious, man. You gotta like Ray J. All right, man. <laughs> one wish, one wish, one wish. Is that your favorite song that he got? No, I and mean, then you know. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> so so Rachel's upset. I don't know if you see him online. He's upset. Like he keeps. I don't know if they. I feel like this is all stage, man. Mm-hmm. I really do. This is two, two like it's two together. All right. So what is he doing now, man? I wanna, what, what is Rayshia? So doing? Kim K going out and say, all right. So he was upset, right? Because mm-hmm. Kim K chat. She on her show with the Kardashians. Yeah. She's pretty much saying, hey, you know what? There was a scene when she said that while she was sleep. Right. He put a dildo in her butt. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I know, right? So she was this she was trying to say, Maybe I should come after him for assault or whatever with the lawyers. And he like, man, they fought from the lot you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to shoot you for definitely the character. <laughs> and put me out there like that. <laughs> Yo, why hold up, Terry? First of all, man, why hold up? Hold up, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. So <laughs> what the what the yay have to say about this? I didn't get to, I ain't get to the yay part yet. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, because, you know, Kim oh, Kardashian no. was lying saying she didn't get any money. And the red puts out and says that they filmed three versions and the mom actually approved which one to put out. Wow. And he says that Kim Kardashian signed his contract. split it out. And did his deliverables, his whole, his, his whole situation. And then the mom went on, like, late, late show, took a lot of tech tests, test, <laughs> and she passed it. And he was like, man, that got, it, it, it So Kay it, said she was asleep while she was asleep. He put a day oiled the thing up and threw it in her butt. I don't know if it was oil or not. What I'm just saying? She talking about this but on her but show. But this got to do with anything, though. Because he was upset that she said that on her show, National Tele- on Hulu, a Hulu show. The Kardashian show. That was she really, actually said that. Yes, yeah, she said on the show. Wow. And that's when he got mad. Wow. Right. He said this. yeah, he so said. So she on the show, her own show on yeah. Hulu. And, and she talking to her listening audience. Right. And she said, like, I can remember a time when I was asleep and Ray J put a dildo in my butt. Right. I mean, you know mean, you know it's like a reality show. Oh, man. She's, oh, they trying to get this paper. Yeah. They trying so to get He's mad how they trying to make him how to make him look. Well, he just, they need to cut him a check. And then they keep saying, they try to make him look like, he's like, listen, he had nothing to do with this. He, and right. it was all planned. The mom was behind it. But I feel like they're all getting another check right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like, no, for real, I feel like this, this is all entertainment for the media. Oh, yeah, definitely. Him going on with all these receipts, talking about him and and she obviously obviously ob, ob, obviously, obviously. I got you. Does not care about exploiting herself because, because now she's oh, verbally exploiting herself. All right. Listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. The person who did a sex tape obviously doesn't care about exploiting herself. No, she don't. Obviously mean, the tape. <laughs> I just <laughs> said the word. Right. Or well, tried to say you No, know, what I'm saying is of course she don't care about putting up <laughs> something. Wow, man. Listen. She no. So it, so it, he's upset. And she had to use AJ, you know, to put some potency on it. Because everybody know about the tape. She's trying to make the tape irrelevant again. So I don't know mm. Amy says three different versions to it. Yeah, suppose you're different uh, Well, she'll sell them all. They gonna sell them all. They have it all. The mom picked the best. He said the mom picked the best one, and and she sure sure the, the other one. two is just as much people want to watch. But he's mad how they trying to make him make him look like like the whole sex tape thing was a. I wouldn't have said that. Listen, she she crazy because right? She got a husband, right? Are they still married? was who married? Yeah, and uh, kill. you joking. All right, so that's over with. Did you forget that Pete Davidson was bombing our brains out? And she ain't stopping. She ain't stopping. She just got rid of Pete Davidson. Bro, your ex-wife is out there telling the whole world that Ray J put a dildo in her butt. How he do it. you even want to go back to that? How like, do you even want to go he, back to that? But he there? probably did it too, though. He probably put a dildo in her butt listen. I, look. I would have been upset, bro. He what he married. First of all, you married mad somebody had a sex tape out. And I'm, i just want to tell Ray J this come with the sex tape thing because because mm-hmm. the part he was upset about that his five year old was watching it on, on the internet and seeing all this stuff too. his so father five year old oh it's five year old what was this five year old doing watching Kim Kardashian in the first place? It's online, you know. This, all now, should, that's, her show should not be online for a five year old. She's an adult. Five. I'm just saying what, what Ray J was saying. Well, I mean, then Ray J just put his fathering skills out there. But he that put, your five-year-old was able to get a hold of Kim Kardashian's show and hear about dildos in the butt. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just yeah, come on, man. Stop, Ray J, stop. I, I mean, I don't, but, I, don't, I don't. But he has a whole lot of receipts saying that they, they made plenty of money, pretty much, and they're still making money. Right. And she's just, but, uh, but so with, with, with Yay, you said did ain't get to the Yay part. <laughs> <laughs> well, him and Kanye had a whole dialogue, man. You know, Kanye West was begging him not to put stuff out, information out, things like that. Begging him. Yeah. And he Kanye said, Kanye was and begging. And he told Kanye, he said, this, I got your back. I wouldn't do that to you. And Kanye was lying, but Kanye was begging him not to put this stuff out. Why? That's not his wife anymore. Why does he? Care? No, this is before that. He uh, got the receipts for all this was going on. Yeah, I, I thought he had the tapes. I, I didn't. They showed the joint when he walked in with the briefs. Didn't Kanye go retrieve all the tapes? You mean the briefcase? Yeah, But the, the briefs. Briefs is drawers, man. Briefs is draws. Come on, man. Stop. I'm, Are you? Come on, man. You said the briefs. Come on, man. He walked in with the briefs. So you never watch the detective shows, and uh, they be like bringing the briefs. Nah. <laughs> but look, man, we're going to leave y'all today, man. We're going to leave y'all today. <laughs> Thank everybody for tuning in. That's it. <laughs> Billionaire Radio. Oh, man. Yeah, that's this it. You just know, getting started. I know, it's over though. <laughs> Thank everybody for tuning in. Yeah, Billionaire man. Radio, yeah. season two, episode 73. <laughs> just bullshit. We're we in the books. Billions. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs>